In this episode of Cutscenes, we take on Dracula's army in Castlevania Season 1. Let's get right into it. Video game movie podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrance. And I'm Travis Colnut. And this week we are talking about season one of Netflix's Castlevania. We start the show as we start every one of our shows with the tutorial. It is a 60 second segment where we are going to give you the high level plot of the movie, hot potato style. We'll each take 20 seconds before passing it off to someone else. Who wants to start? Ooh. I can start. Okay. Go you go for it, man. And then uh you know what, Travis, you can go second. Okay. I'll throw you a bone. Oh thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I need I'm gonna put my time on the clock here. Are y'all ready? Sure. Yes. Alright. Uh three, two, one, go. Uh, so Castlevania tells the story of a young woman named Lisa. She's a she's a scientist. She lives in Romania in the land of Wallachia, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, one day she just meets Dracula and he's just like, you sexy, I want to be your, your boy. They get together and then the horrible stuff happens. Oh my God, okay. Uh, yeah, so, oh. oh, sorry, Travis, go. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah, the... She years later she dies um, because Catholic people think that she's bad because she's a witch or something. And then Dracula's like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna kill all of you." And then he says, "Like, I'm gonna kill you in like a year." And that's all I got. Yeah, inexplicably, he gives him a year because that's how long it takes him to rally an army, apparently. But you're you're Dracula. But anyway, um, and then. We meet Trevor Belmont of the Belmont family, the last remaining Belmont person, and he fights demons, and he's like, all right, I'm going to help save people, and he meets other priest-looking people, and uh, uh, they try and defend the town. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, hey, we did it. Uh, This this thing has a pretty simple plot, to be honest. It is four episodes of a first season. There's season two, three, four that are longer, but this one is like a great gauge of like, if you like this after four, keep watching. If not, you should stop. Um, where should we start when talking about like uh, Castlevania? Should we talk about like what this is based off? If you're listening to a video game movie podcast, yeah. and you don't yeah. know about Castlevania, well, let's do that. Who has played a Castlevania? Travis? No, surprisingly not. Oh, Which is never. weird. Like out of I love Metroidvanias, but I've really only done you either do. Metroids or like other types of that genre i've not actually played a castlevania game which is Mm. hilarious and weird also probably because okay metroid and castlevania one is sci-fi one is fantasy what do i I gravitate exactly so which one do i gravitate towards it's going to be the sci-fi one right so Mm -hmm. um no it just never grabbed me in that way i'm sure i would love it because it's the type of game that i would like to play um i just yeah i just haven't really gotten into it i know of them like there it's you know that's it yeah, so I played it as a small child. Like, I tried my <laughs> hand at it. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I played whatever I could get my hands on, basically. Tried to play it. I liked the whole environment. I liked the the weapons and the monsters. And it was too hard. It was so, so hard. 
And I was like, I don't know how to play this. This is too hard for me. And I would always, I would keep trying. Like every few months, I'd be like, I'm going to try and play that game. And then I would fail again and I would move on to something else, you know, like Sonic or something. Um, And then I just kind of never went back to it because it never really held any nostalgia for me, I guess, because I never really loved Mm it. But um, so like I have a vague impression. I kind of, I kind of know what the original game was, at least. I don't know how they've evolved since then, but um, but yeah, that's that's my base. Okay. Um, f- so I've never played one. So I guess th- Travis, I just assumed you would. I should have no, asked. No, but that's you the a good question. assumption because it's yeah. a, it's a game type of game that I would love to play, but I just never got into it. Also, what did it come out on? Like, what? Uh, it's been on out on everything. But I like back, but it originally. Yeah. Uh, the original Castlevania came out on NES, I think, first. Okay, because like I'd never had an, I had a Super Nintendo. Was there Castlevania on that? Because growing up, I probably wouldn't have played it if it was if it wasn't on that. Um, but regardless, like it probably knowing child me, I probably would have been too scared. That's I'd true. Le- fair because it's a scary game. Yeah, I uh, probably would have been too. scared. All you have to know is that Dracula, the Belmont family, are hunting him, and it is a side-scrolling, what's called Metroidvania, if you don't know what that is, essentially like a maze that you have to make your way through uh, to collect items and then eventually take down the big bad. Yeah. That's all you really need to know about Castlevania. There's been a lot of them. Yeah. 2D, 3D, the whole deal. Yeah, and I know nothing uh, about any of them, honestly. Like, it's like this blind spot I have in terms of actual games. I know nothing about any of these games, how many there have been, how many, is there anything new that's coming out with it? Like, I have no idea. And that's surprising, Travis, because there's a uh, series of them on the GBA. Okay. Um, there's like a trilogy of them on the GBA that I think you would absolutely adore. I probably, you know what? I probably should go back and take a look at these things because now that I'm like not such a wuss, I probably could deal with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's that's Castlevania, uh, the game. Uh, Castlevania, the show, uh, starts off in Romania um, with a love story. Yeah, I. Uh, it's like as soon as I well. I was like, do I watch this with subtitles or not? And then as soon as like that woman, the Lisa starts speaking, I was just kind of like, yeah, I need to put subtitles on. I was like, I have no idea what anyone's saying. I, th- I was like, is her name Nisa? I couldn't tell. Um, and then uh, as soon like, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't know what this was. I didn't expect it to be like a preamble at the beginning. I kind of figured we were going to watch like Dracula and Lisa have adventures together. And I actually probably would have been into that too. Um, but as soon as I saw them, I was like, are they going to bang? Yeah, they're definitely going to bang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's tall, pale, and got great teeth. And she so just, how could you complain? And she's not afraid, clearly. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, she's just like, whatever. I don't care about what you are. Like, you've got some cool science shit. So, like, let me see that. Yeah. I f- are you going to bite me? Just be delicate. Yeah. <laughs> I found that encouraging at the start yeah. where he, she's walking in and it's kind of like the classic like woman. And then there's like a scary monster that comes out and although he's, you know, kind of dashing, but still he's clearly yeah. a monster and he says something to her and she just, she flips it very effortlessly where yeah. she just has like a comeback where she just kind of like deadpan, um, takes away whatever threatening thing he said. I yeah. What she said. Yeah, I know you're right though. I don't I don't have it written down, but you're definitely right that she she was very like she disarms him very she, quickly. She, yes, she disarms it and she kind of like reverses the tone of the scene mm-hmm. where she's like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. Like you're being rude." Oh yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you didn't even like invite me in or anything. Like yeah. you're being really rude." And he's like, "What, what is this? Yeah. Who are you? I don't know what to make yeah. of this." Yeah, I would have liked and to see more of that. 
it, yeah, exactly, because it skips forward immediately. Travis thinks he's getting a love story, uh, but then immediately Lisa's on a stake uh, being burned by members of the of the church. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I want the middle. Where'd the middle yeah. go? Yeah, yeah. Because they introduced, like, two characters that I was like, oh, we could flesh this out a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're just going to skip it. Because, like, they introduced uh, Lisa, and she basically she is a doctor, and she, like, wants to use science that's, like, more... Um, more like Modernized? underground science yeah. or like like risky dark artsy science but she's like I want to make improve people's lives and she's like no you can be better to like Dracula basically and like don't you want to be better and he's like maybe actually he pretty much, I do Dracula like, pretty much has like technology they're still like you know like yeah. lighting with like torches and stuff like that and he's got like electricity and she's like mm-hmm. there's things here that we could use like why don't you let me use them and then yeah, yeah I don't know it's, I, like, I was hey, interested th- yeah, they're like five years later. Guess what? They're married, and she's dead now. Yeah, you're like, yeah. whoa. Because for reference, this is 1455. If you haven't like watched the whole thing, so they ain't got electricity yeah. at this point. <clears throat> and then yeah. it jumps what like 20 years? Is that what it is? It's like a 20 year time jump, and she's yep. being burned at the stake, and uh, then Dracula pretty much finds out, and he because she told him to go like live with people, like he he, he must have been away like experiencing life, quote unquote life, you know what I mean? Um, and he comes back and he finds out that like these priests have accused her of witchcraft and have burned her at the stake, and so he loses it, and he's like, "Y'all are gonna die." Like, I love that you basically she sent him off to you like a. Like a thousand year old backpacking through Europe yeah. college kid. It's <laughs> just like, go, go live life, man. Yeah. You haven't lived any life. Go yeah. see the world. And he's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And he's, That's isn't just, there like a Joshua Jackson movie called The Way about like his partner so. dying? Yeah, that's what that reminded oh me of. Oh my yeah. gosh. Just go, go and backpack. Oh my you'll, gosh. You'll figure out your life. But in this one, he except comes Dracula. back. Except Dracula. Yeah, except it's Dracula. And this time when he comes back, she's being burned alive and, yeah. and he's not happy. No, because, well, he, she was pretty much his only tie to, like, humanity, essentially. And he's like, you took the one good thing away, so now I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. And he, but he gives them, like, one year, which is interesting. Like, he, he I get like you said, he kind of has to, like, accumulate his armies, But, like, I couldn't guess? he just kill them all? Yeah. Like, I feel like he could have, and I, was, I fully expected, because I'm like, he is, at this moment, he's, like, the most rage-filled he is. But... I guess Dracula is very like thoughtful and methodical where he's like, no, I'm going to hold on to this rage for a year and I'm going to just massacre everyone. All That's the some same. self-control. Like right? he's got, yeah, he could just like unleash and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to let you sweat it out. Yeah. And he's like, you guys better get your shit together because yeah. I'm going to kill everybody. And then when he comes back, he's like, you guys didn't do that at all. I warned yeah. you like you idiots. I gave you plenty of warning and I told you what was going to happen. And you just sat on your ass the whole time yeah. and just waited for it. Humans are garbage. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Kind of. But like, that's like, and the movie, oh, go the ahead. movie I was thinking of was one week by Joshua Jackson. Mm. He is a uh, cancer patient who decides to take like a, a trip across Canada on his motorcycle. I apologize. Go ahead, Travis. No, no, that's all. I was going to, I was just going to say that first episode was actually really like, I, I liked that first episode. Like, I liked... I mean, I wish we had gotten more of, like, Dracula and Lisa, but I feel like at least that first episode really, like, set the ground for, like... Yeah. ...where I thought the story was going to go. And then, the like, the next three episodes kind of 
took a turn that I didn't expect as much. Um, but yeah, we can get into it. So Yeah, I was very split. I There were things that I really liked. And then there were things that I was kind of like, eh, I was just kind of like wading through to get to the better parts. So I was pretty much half and half. Mm. Where half of it, I was like, oh, I, I like this. I could like this a lot. And then the things that I really liked, they didn't really expand on. They kind of like moved on and went to other things that I found less interesting. And then at the end, I was like, oh, I, I find this interesting again. Like they fed me little little breadcrumbs of things that I found interesting that I would hope that they would develop on, but I don't know that they will. Right. So I was mixed. I, I Like I said, the highs were, were like fairly high like not nothing amazing but like i had highs and i had um mediocre lows mm. how did you can feel I, jacob can i can i rip into it yeah yeah Apparently. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh there is about 12 minutes of content here that is worth watching <laughs> it's like half an no, episode. Th- th- this isn't this isn't awful um i just think it's it's wholly unnecessary um, you could probably jump into season two after watching a an eight minute season one um, primer on YouTube. I just feel like the whole, almost the whole thing is fat. You're probably and maybe not that's wrong. what you want. That's maybe that's what you want. But I was very bored through most of this. I think you're not Sorry wrong. Sorry to just rip no, into it. No, I don't think you're I want, wrong. Please because rip in. I love this shit. Let's go. <laughs> I kind of think you, like, you're right in that like when I was done watching all four episodes, I felt like, oh, now we're going to get into the story. Like yeah. I, that, I, I, when I ended, I was like, oh, this was just all set up. This was like just a very long trailer for the rest of the series is the vibe I got. And I was like, okay, I like, I liked where we were positioning characters and I liked like, like I think I'm more like Katie in that like there was moments where I liked and there was highs and then there was like some boringness that I didn't care. I think Trevor's probably like my least favorite of the trio at the end. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like he, cause he's, he's fine. He, he's fine. He's like, what if uh, Henry Cavill's Geralt of Rivia, yeah. but bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like it a bad version of back that. to Henry Cavill. <laughs> I, it, it always does, but he was in he was in the pub in the second episode, which is the thing that is immediately after what we already talked mm-hmm. about, and he was just drunk in a pub. I'm like, oh, he's doing the Geralt of Rivia thing. Yeah, it reminded but me like, of The Witcher. A he's lot. wholly uninteresting, and he is not a character who I am a fan of or want to root for in any way. Here's, he's the drunk, and I hate him. Here's the thing, though. I was like, oh, I want, I can't wait for them to flesh him out because I feel like he could be interesting. Yes. Because there's a the background of like where he comes from and his family and he's like his family basically has been fighting demons and monsters through, you know, through the ages and all the, the townspeople have um, uh, basically shunned, like excommunicated and shunned his family because they think like, well, mm-hmm. they're, they're involved in the dark arts, therefore they're evil. So it's like the person who comes from a family that has been always trying to do good for their community and then the community shuns them and he is bitter and jaded because of it, but he'll still do it. Like he's not a bad person. He still like fights them, but sometimes he's like, I don't care, but I'll do it, but I don't care. And it's like, no, you do. You clearly do. So it's like, there's Mm -hmm. nuggets of things that could be interesting, but they didn't really get, but they didn't really get to fleshing out anybody because it was so short. And that's the thing. I think it's interesting because I found like episode one and episode four were much better. And then the whole middle just kind of dragged for me. And it felt like the middle was designed to flesh out 
like it clearly was designed to flesh out the the world and the, the story world, and everything yeah. but it wasn't fleshing out trevor in any way and i yeah. didn't get those tidbits of oh is there something interesting here can he be caring he was just like an a mean asshole the entire like second and third episode and it wasn't until the fourth one where there was like little tidbits of like oh he wants to help and mm-hmm. like i mean yes this was like four very short episodes like i i I'm, i don't need it to be fed to me right away but i think the middle of this dragged a bit because he there wasn't any redeeming qualities to him at the right in the middle two episodes and i didn't really felt like he was had promise until the fourth one i I think it could have been three episodes Mm. three would have been fine you have a middle one that is like fleshing out the environment and the the story in the the town and then you go on to um the last episode where stuff's happening again like the there was two episodes where not a lot happened yeah like i feel like the bar fight like I felt like the bar fight was designed to give Trevor like characterization, but I felt like it didn't really do that. Like it was really just like a, here's a drunk asshole and he's fighting some random guys. And it really, I didn't feel like I was getting to know who Trevor was in that scene. If that was supposed to be a scene to develop Trevor in any way to make me care because by, by the end of that scene, I didn't care about Trevor. So then we Mm -hmm. still kept following him around and then he runs into these speakers and finds though that he's got to go look in you know the catacombs for this um, speaker's grandchild and like you just kind of keep following him and I'm like I'm not sure I care enough about him to follow where un- like unlike though in The Witcher there's tidbits for Geralt like right off the bat that like okay he may be like drunk and kind of rude and stuff like that but there's still something there that makes me interested and it's just i think trevor fell a little flat there um early on we know what the witchers are yeah we don't know who the belmonts are yeah, yeah they didn't really explain that much they just said like mm-hmm. oh it's an old family and they fought demons now they're excommunicated but like yeah you didn't um you didn't know that much about them or like why are they special or like where did this come yeah. from where did this history yeah. come from like yes I and i don't think it's the fairest thing to bring up because the witcher got like 10 episodes and they were oh, all an sure. hour yes. but but i just there's nothing there's not a single character in this first season that i'm like ooh, i'm gonna keep watching because i like this character like mm-hmm. trevor is an everyman um Sifa I think is her name who is the elder's grandchild um she's like a cool like second uh and then the bad guys are just like generic bad guys so I I just like struggled to to grab onto something like is it that like the action's cool and sometimes it's kind of funny I guess I just like this is a really weak season one and we know that this thing is like critically uh, critically acclaimed commercially successful they made four seasons of it so there there has to be something in here that a lot of people are grabbing onto i just don't know if season one is like a great starting point or it it drags on for more than it should it does um and it's funny to say dragged on for something that's four episodes and they're about 22 minutes each yeah it does it drags a little bit It, Mm -hmm. it drags a bit in the middle um also, though, I feel like on the same note, um, we kind of leave Dracula. And yeah. then I was like, no, but Dracula was kind of interesting to me. Like, what what about Dracula? And he has one scene in, I want to say the third episode, where he goes in to, he's like talking in like demon form, talking to a priest. 
And yeah, he's I think basically the one saying, that like, did it, right? I gave you the chance and like you did it and like you lied to all these people and now it's your fault that I'm going to kill them all. And he kind of talks about like people and their beliefs and like their faith and like and like your god can't save you here and like god doesn't live yes, here. and he's saying like oh good, no i'm in the church yeah. of god you can't come in here he's like no no god doesn't live here like yeah. he's not here with you you may think he is but he's not that scene that was very was good like the one that was actually slow and like two people just talking to each other that was the best one of those scenes for me mm-hmm. whereas my other favorite ones were more like a little bit actiony whereas that yeah. was like oh this was a really good scene and then it left yeah. and then we didn't really see dracula again i was like oh i want to hear him talk because that was, he's also um i'd have to look it up whoever the voices dracula does a fantastic job because when he is like yelling at someone like with like some venom does a fantastic job because i was like oh when he gets angry like he feels he is angry yeah he's uh graham mctavish uh he played the antagonist in both uncharted 2 and uncharted 3 so that's potentially where he played zoran and charlie cutter in uh uncharted 3 so maybe that's where you like fell in love with him or you're like oh yeah <laughs> He just, just he does a great job of being menacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. That's the thing. It's like I feel like, like we said, it's very short, but and like there's tidbits. Like that's the thing. There's so many little tidbits here that I'm actually interested in. I'm like, oh, I would maybe keep watching this. By the end of it, I was like, I would maybe keep watching this because there's enough little tidbits here that I would want to see more. But like, I need Dracula to be fleshed out a bit more because I need the antagonist to be interesting. And not just be like a one, like I don't need this just be Trevor running around slaughtering like yeah yeah one dimensional monsters like that's just kind of boring to me right like cool mm-hmm. some action fights and stuff but like I need there to be more to it than that um, and like uh, like but by the end like that last fight with Trevor and was it Sypha and then Alucard like yep. I that was fun I liked that mm-hmm. at the end and I like where the setup was going. But like, there's just the whole middle where I don't really need to hear these priests. Like, there was a lot of scenes with there's priests. A lot of priests that all looked the same, and yes. I didn't know yeah. who and was they, who and who. They all just kind of said the same stuff yeah. constantly, and I was like, "Yeah, I get their rhetoric. Like, I don't need to see it yeah. anymore." And they're I like, "No, what, those priests are evil." I'm like, "I know. I have we've followed said that God's will yeah. for my entire career as a as a man of the cloth." <laughs> yeah, and this is how he treats me. Yeah, yeah. there's just a lot of that. Like the scene that Katie pointed out really 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 good scene Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there was just a lot where i was just like is this supposed to be the main bad guy that i'm supposed to care like to 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 like be against because like yeah okay it's a rallying point against this is who i'm gonna like want to be against but he's not particularly interesting it's very like this is his beat this is what he says this is what he Mm -hmm. does like it's not it, it doesn't draw me in as much right so is the bad guy actually religion it may be. <laughs> is that um, the twist? Misguided faith, maybe. Yes. Mm. People yes. being misguided. But yeah, that's you... the thing. The same, they hint at it, but it's like you're not pushing the issue. Like you're not delving into it. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like just presenting it, but it's like, no, no, like get into it. Like, let's go. Yeah. And but that's the thing. Bear in mind, maybe a bigger season might do that yes also so yes, thing, this is what not a that's lot the thing time, so like but. it's so it's such a it's so hard i felt like there wasn't like it's so weird because it was two hours worth of sh- like television but i feel yep. like i want more like i don't understand how i feel like it's it's so very incomplete it was just all groundwork 
and it didn't feel like a complete like thought it was yet. it was a big prologue yes with the first episode being a prologue to the prologue yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing is at the end i was like oh but there's so many hints and i feel i'm like maybe more time will start developing like we've we've established the characters now yes everyone is established hopefully we're done with the excessive number of priests um yes. <laughs> and then we can just focus on our people and uh, i will I would definitely give it at least a few episodes. Like I would watch the next four episodes or so and see how it goes. But if it's like we're continuing to do this where it's revisiting these same people, these same like townspeople and stuff that I don't really care about, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. what are we doing? Like look at your characters. Like let's dive into these people and don't just fill it up with what's talking to random townspeople. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess I, I, uh, Warren Ellis wrote this and I, I, I don't. I, I guess I. You look at his body of work. He's done like Astonishing X Men. Uh, he co-wrote Dead Space. He did a whole bunch of stuff. He he did all the Marvel anime uh, shows. But at the same time, I agree. Where I'm just like the first. The first episode could have been ten minutes. I just need two beats from it, episodes two and three. No, I liked did the you first like, episode. Like, I really did. Because mm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what they even filled the time with because not a lot happened, but I liked it. I don't know why. I think visually like Dracula coming out of fire. Very cool. And this like the tone setting and also like the opening credits was really nice because that was the the one episode that had like the long credits with like the theme song and everything that like was very like stylishly done. Um, The artwork was really good. Like I was like, oh, I'm in this. And then it told this weird little like capsule story that then pushed the rest of the season. And at first I was like, oh, is, are we, is this story done? At first I thought, oh, is this going to be like, um, like what's the word? Like Um, an anthology kind of thing? Yes. Like an anthology series. Cause I was like, well, this story's done. I was like, we wrapped it up. He came back, he killed everyone. Uh, he was mad. And I thought, are we going to do that? Yeah. And then at the end they kind of hint that, there's gonna be different characters and i was like mm-hmm. oh okay i guess not but yeah at first it was just such a little capsule story that i thought i is this an anthology and i didn't know so I, yeah I, I don't want to tell anyone how to do their job but like we could have had that that capsule at the beginning be anywhere in the series to kind of show like why this thing is happening this could have been a season two premiere that's true that's true yes and then you start at trevor belmont in the bar you just have him meet the the speakers you have him find sifa and then you have him fight alucard and that's season one 60 minutes done or even like episode three a lot of fat could have been yeah i actually like that idea of being like oh here's why dracula's pissed yeah i disliked it because there was so much fat on it and like in episode i think I don't know if it was two or three my eyes completely glazed over and I was just like I kind of I don't want to say I lost myself for five minutes but like oh, my attention wandered absolutely oh yeah, yeah for I sure. agree mm-hmm. episode four was great so in the middle yeah. if you have like bar fight meets the speakers find Sifa fight Cyclops and fight a Cyclops in a tomb and then like meeting Alucard I think Alucard in the fourth episode is the cool thing Travis you said the fight was cool yeah the fight choreography was fantastic yeah. in that in that thing the animation was great that's when it finally pulled me back in where i was like oh i didn't connect with the first episode i think that's argued that's a that's a personal thing that's not like a this is bad two and three lost me completely and then four was the thing that went maybe but i don't know if i have the patience to watch anymore 
Yeah, it's weird because like I feel like the episodes were just there was a lot. The two middle episodes just had a lot of standing around and talking and giving me info dumps. And like then I think what was it? It might have been the beginning of three or the end of two that had the Cyclops fight. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Some action, blah, blah, blah. Like that's that's cool. And it was a little bit different than just him fighting some weird priests in a in a hallway or, or an alleyway or whatever. Yep. Um, but uh yeah it was just i don't know there was just a lot of exposition dumping like trying to build like the mystery about it like why is there the demons and people are not really getting it and who to blame and i guess because we already know the reason why the demons are coming you're probably right that if the season was laid out a little bit differently it might have maybe help because then i maybe would have been more might have been better yeah because then the pacing of the, the trying to find out what's going on and trevor figuring it out and understanding oh this might be dracula's castle and all these kinds of things like to to figure that out might have actually made it more interesting as opposed to having the middle two episodes drag because we already know the answer you're just waiting for Mm -hmm. trevor to find it essentially Mm -hmm. yeah i do also i think i'm also a little bit um not kinder to it but it, it it grabbed me a little bit more i feel like this is my bit more of my wheelhouse whereas I like medieval I like fantasy I like like Lovecraftian stuff and they're mixing like even some like mythology in there with like Cyclops yeah. like that's not yeah yeah um you know werewolves and vampires and stuff but I love me some werewolves and vampires so I was like yeah this is kind of my vibe and like demons coming out of the hellscape and I, I love that stuff yeah so I was like oh yeah. I, I want to like this Give me reasons to like it. And there was little nuggets of why I might like it. So I'm extremely hopeful because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I will continue watching. But I don't know. But I'm like, it'll have a limited runway. Right. Like, I'm right. not like, oh, I don't trust it completely. Um, whereas like The Witcher, I was like, yeah, I trust this. I may not love every single moment of it, but I trust that we're going somewhere worthwhile. Yeah. Like right? you might you might give this one more episode in season two before you go like, I'm going to give you one more episode and then if you don't pull me in, then yeah. we're done. If we're not now um, hopping into the characters that you've laid out that I find interesting, well then what's this about? That's the thing. Yeah. These episodes are so short that like, it's easy to say, oh, I'll just watch another season. Like the next season might be what, eight episodes? Like I'm not even sure what it is, but like mm-hmm. that's not that long. It's not that much of a commitment and it's like, well, if you can't like land in the first couple of episodes to keep it going, then why would I keep yeah. watching? Yeah, there are four seasons, uh, four, eight, ten, ten. Mm, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, and really, like, I had to look back and realize that Adrian is actually the son of Dracula, is now going by Alucard, and at the end of their fight, um, Belmont, Trevor Belmont, Sifa, and him are, they're like, hey, I, I had a premonition from the future, um, you guys are the ones that are, like, the saviors, and we're gonna beat Dracula together. That that's kind of the the bow on the end of their fight when they realize that like oh you guys are worthy uh, you fought me good you almost killed me so let's fight Dracula together. I'm I kind of like the trio. Like I like the trio yeah, at the end. They're a good trio. I, yeah, I like the trio. Like it's and, it's an interesting energy. Kind of put Trevor in his place. Like he's yeah. got, like Trevor will you know mouth off about something and he'll just be like shut up like. Yeah. I am like, I am a mighty, like immortal being like, who are you? You know, young child, like, who yeah. are you? Stupid, uh, grumpy boy. Yeah. So like, I want to see that. I'm like, yeah. oh, that, and we're set up for that. And then, um, I forget what 
Thisa, Thitha, I don't know what her name is. Sifa? 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 Sifa sounds wrong. I should have had, I should have had pretty sure it's Sifa. I think it's Sifa. Sifa? I think it's someone is screaming in the microphone going, Jacob, you're an idiot. I'm like, she, Sifa. She seems S Y P H A, Bellmaids is her name. Yeah. Like she, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. She looks, she's interesting in that, like, I hope they do right by her. Like, she seems like, there's a headstrongness there that I would like to see developed. I don't want her to be like relegated to like the girl role. That's my only concern the with the Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Like of course she's the mage. But like and of course there's like no other women in this show whatsoever. There was other, one, but they burned her. They burned her and she was super interesting and now she's mm-hmm. dead. And so I yeah. I I'm hoping she kind of like can at least be somewhat interesting and that she's not just the love interest slash like support character like i interestingly enough this passes the bechtel test Mm -hmm. because when sifa comes in she is not chasing after a man yeah therefore passes the bechtel test she has her own agenda yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. i i just Mm -hmm. before we move on i just want to (laughs) say that at the beginning before we recorded this podcast, before we started, before the mics went live, Jacob stated, this is the worst thing we've ever watched. <laughs> I want to dig into this because we've watched some bad things. <laughs> we have. We have. Um, trying was, to, I'm trying to think of what I you disliked I was very flippant. Are we, I was very flippant. Are we convincing uh, you? No, because this, <laughs> I already know what I'm going to say about this thing. Um, I would say that this is one of the least interesting things that we've watched. Okay. I was flippant when the mics were off, um, <laughs> but I, I just didn't like it. Uh, That's fair. Is it the worst thing we've watched? No, Super Mario Brothers is the worst. Oh thing. my no! god! No. Um, so this is probably the second worst I thing think that we've just... watched from my perspective. But you know, there's a difference between like realizing something is objectively bad. Super Mario Brothers is objectively bad. Oh, oh my no. god! Castlevania is different strokes for different folks. Oh my I goodness. think it's flawed, um, but I can see how some people would be like, I appreciate this and want to see where it goes. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Bros. Trash. This. Maybe you'll like it. I did not. Grandma's boy. Trash. Worse. It it has to be worse. <gasps> Misogynist. Misogynist throughout the whole thing. It's gotta be good. Is it worse? It's worse than Super Mario Bros. Jacob. <sighs> is it the third worst? Okay. Grandma, Grandma's boy is worse. There we go. I, Thank I, you. I, I That's a win. Say, I will say when I am wrong. <laughs> Uh, Mario Bros is a bad thing and there's nothing you can do <laughs> oh to convince me otherwise. Grandma's Boy, I forgot, is terribly misogynist and a terrible movie. A so movie. Doris Roberts, a gem. Oh. That movie is bad. It's real bad. Real, real bad. Anyway. I'll take, uh, this is we, a win. Should we move on? Yes, let's, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> uh, let's move on to a section we call Critical Hits. It is a section of the show where we read off, quote, uh, choice user reviews from metacritic.com I've got six of them here uh, who wants to go first I can start yeah All right. movie nerd underscore EP gave it a 10 says stunning animation great voice acting well developed characters and a dark violent atmosphere makes this season a must watch and then in quote in, in brackets they said I have not played the games but from what I've seen of them this also seems to to air close to their art style yeah okay yeah cool (laughs) uh i can read the next one from bob 13 bob 
uh, gave it a 4 out of 10 and said, Has promise, but not executed well enough. Just random fights not making sense. Doesn't have the cleverness, creativeness, or character development of many better animes. Attack on Titan, Naruto, Death Note, etc. Is this an anime? I don't think That's so. That's a tough call. I don't know. I, I came in expecting it to be more anime-ish, and it's not. I honestly, I it made me think of a very adult violent version of like Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it brought to mind for me. And because I don't really watch anime. So then I come in, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think this is anime. I'm fairly certain it's not. Yeah. But it, can I, as someone who watches a lot of yes. anime, can I give you yes. my perspective? Absolutely. Um, so this is animated in partnership with like a Hollywood studio and a Korean studio. So in my mind, anime is Japanese animation. Okay. I don't think this is anime. Right. By that definition, it's just someone again will be screaming at me being like, you're an idiot. Why are you hosting this show? <laughs> That's my perspective. I think it's just like a, it's a cartoon meant for adults. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The thing is, we don't get a lot of that. Like, there isn't a lot of that, really, when you think about, you know, violent, like, cartoons for adults. Like, Mm -hmm. you typically think, oh, an anime usually fits that bill. But there's not a lot of, like, non-Japanese animation that is for adults, really. I don't, I mean, I'm probably wrong. I just don't know about them. But, like, I can't name one. Some anime is very violent and dark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Alrighty, so I will go to the next one. Uh, Sprofen gave it a three. Uh, they said, can't understand how this show is getting a pass. Is very mediocre in every angle. Bad dialogues, bad writing. This is sad because Warren Ellis is a very good comic book writer. And the animation's really poor. Is a wasted opportunity, but that worked, I think, because every video... Sorry. <laughs> That works, I think, because every video game adaptation are bad. There's some grammar there that's missing, but I understand your point. But, <laughs> and not everyone is bad. There's, we've made a little bit of a, of a turn. They yes, started, we They have. started trying, I think. Yes. Which is lacking in past years. But sorry, moving along. All right. Uh, Skeletal gave it a nine. It says... R-rated Castlevania goodness. I really like how they showed Dracula's backstory so you can actually understand why he is slaughtering all these people. <laughs> why Why are you slaughtering people? <laughs> uh, why are you slaughtering? Yeah. The, uh, the characters in general are very well written and funny. Four episodes not en- were not enough, which I kind of agree. I think like I wouldn't view this, like personally, I wouldn't view this as like a season. Like it's, it's like a preamble. Like it doesn't feel like... That's the thing. It yeah. lagged. So to say it's not enough is sounds weird, but for what they put into it, it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Whereas if they had elaborated, they could have done a six-episode season that was meatier and done that. Instead, they tried to be like, no, we're just doing setup and we're only doing it in four episodes. It's like, well, no, just start start digging in. You don't yeah, have it's to like, just only it's do like a four-episode 30% of people. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and, that, and that's okay. It's just like a four episode pitch to be like, hey, yeah. look at this thing. Do you want more of it? And then yeah. really the show starts with season two is what my guess is. You mean a pilot? Yeah. But like a, this whole thing is a pilot. It's a four episode pilot that, but like, yeah. but yeah, it's just, it's weird because it's not like it's a continuation of this season. Like season two is what's next. It's not like the first four episodes were, you know, just the first four episodes of a 10 episode season. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Fair. 
Uh, I'm going to read this review by ShaggyKid41. It's a 4 out of 10. Uh, it's long, so apologies. Uh, the visuals are adult, but the writing is anything but. At four episodes, you're really getting a single episode of content and story, but every scene is full of forced, unrealistic dialogue delivered with so much attitude that you'll be waiting for the fight scenes just to see something done moderately well. It's really quite strange how poor so little content can be. The show starts off introducing the world, which is gothic, and then the characters, which are modern, and then proceeds to stumble through having our hero, who is so reluctant to do anything that it's amazing he gets out of bed in the morning, <laughs> use his whip and morals to save the day. The two female characters in the show are there just to be beautiful and annoying, both of them had to comment on the manners of the men up opposite them upon their first meet, which makes me wonder if the third woman to grace the screen in the next season will start off the same way. The fact that this is written by Warren Ellis is shocking, as nothing here reflects his talent. Please don't watch this so Netflix will spend their money on shows worth your time. I disagree that the, that the women were annoying. Yeah, I don't find Lisa was annoying at all. I find they were commenting on an, how annoying the male characters are. I feel like that's a commentary mm -hmm. on the male characters, that they came in and were like, you, you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Lisa was that. She just like got what is the trope of when women are like um, fridged? She was fridged immediately. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Sifa isn't really a character yet. No, so she's not. Window dressing, you could call the the Sifa or whatever her name is. Uh, Lisa just got fridged really easy, and I think we should say like uh, Warren Ellis uh, had some some nasty shit come out yeah. in 2020. That's the thing. So I want to say that into a microphone. I was gonna also. I was gonna mention it because like he's Please. written a lot of stuff, and he is X Men a little bit yeah, too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did stuff way back when too. Like he's been writing comics for a very long time. Um, he's apparently done a lot of kind of garbage things and it's predatory behavior yeah and it's essence, kind right? of worth at least mentioning that like hey not the greatest person ever so it's like i don't want to like praise him for like you know the work is the work you can you know what i mean but uh just to kind of mention that yeah he he does he's a questionable person a so. hundred people came forward. Oh, yeah. um, 33 with written statements. Yeah. Um, just about about predatory behavior. Yeah. So not mm. just about, about predatory behavior. Yeah. So only a hundred. I'm, I'm glad we said oh, that. Only a hundred. Just a hundred. It took it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to end critical. This has been a meaty critical <laughs> hits. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Last one from Aslan Maine uh, gave it a zero. Oh boy. The voice acting is exceedingly lazy and incompetent. The dialogue is so ham-fisted, corny, cliche, and unnatural. And the soundtrack as well is just woefully sad. I love the word woefully. <laughs> How could Netflix allow this to be released? Jesus Christ would weep. Wow. I love it so much. I disagree, yep. but Jesus Christ would weep. Oh my God, that's so good. I don't think he would care, but you know, it's okay. Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, let's keep this train rolling with a segment we call Min Max. It is the segment where we tell you about the good Max and the not so good Min that we haven't yet covered. Um, I will go first and share a Max and unless, you know what? I always do that and then I steal y'all's thunder. Somebody else go ahead. <laughs> I, I, do, I do the tutorial last and then Min Max first and I steal all your good points. So please. Um... I think I have one that I feel is my max and my min in that I liked the gore a lot, mm -hmm. but it's also, so it's kind of my max in that like, I kind of liked it when it was super gory. Cause it was like, like disarming. I was like, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Gory. But then there were moments where the gore was like too much where I was just like, I don't need to see that baby in that demon's mouth. Like it was just like, 
it, like it just took it sometimes a little too far where I was just like, Oh, that was like too much for me right now. Like the, the gore and like the, the, like the really like gruesome, like limb removal. And oh yeah. There's intestines flying. There's oh, like yeah. spinal columns being removed. Yeah. 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 Um, but then there's Ugh. there's like one particular see, I scene. <laughs> oh, see, and I think I liked it. I was like, oh, it's kind of like I, I kind of like how gory it is. It's like, oh, it's like, and, and it's like shocking. Really got and you're you like, going there. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, but then uh, there was one scene where like a woman screams and there's like blood all over a cradle, and then the scene jumps and you see a demon run away with like a baby in its mouth. And I was like, you probably pushed it a little too far with trying to be like shock value there. Like I was like, I didn't need that. Mm -hmm. Like I get it. Like you could, you know, I get it. There's lots of death and stuff like that, but can we just like leave it to adults and I don't need to see the baby being eaten. Um, And then maybe there was a few other small parts where I was just like a little too much, but like, so yeah, it kind of like, it evens itself out. So it's not really a min or a max, but it's kind of like a, a top, a thing I wanted to mention that like, I liked the gore, but sometimes it went a little too over the edge. Um, I, okay. So a max I have, we've kind of touched on most of my things. I'll elaborate on, um, Lisa at the beginning and how, yes, like she's used to create the motivation for another character and then she's gone like the end. But, I will say I'll compare it to another movie that we watched called Max Payne. Mm. And in that movie, that also happened. Yes. A wife was murdered and that served as the lead character's motivation throughout the whole movie. Um, we got what, four minutes, maybe five minutes with Lisa tops. Yep. And in yep. that amount of time, at least I understood who she was what she wanted in life, what her goals were. And I kind of got why Dracula liked her. Like I was like, I understand why you two like each other and why this became a thing and why Dracula loves you and why this actually impacted him. As opposed to being like, his wife was super pretty and he saw her and she was pretty and then she died. Like that, which often happens. It's like, Oh, like in Max Payne. Like, like in Max Payne. We yeah. literally saw her. She's like, oh, remember your wife? He's like, yeah, she was pretty. He doesn't say that, but that's basically what the entire tone of the movie was, was. Like, remember yeah. how pretty yeah. she was? Um, Women are just objects, Katie. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that happens <laughs> in a lot of movies where where you don't actually have an explanation for why the guy likes the girl. I I There's this movie. I don't know why I watched it. It was a, a Tom Hardy movie where he's like a gangster and his wife, he basically meets her. She's like young. The, the one where he plays twins? Yes. That is. Okay. That's the one. I don't yeah. know. I forget what it's called. Uh-huh. It wasn't very good, uh, in my personal opinion. But anyway, he meets this girl, and she's pretty. And he's basically like, oh, I instantly really like you. And it's like, she doesn't do anything that would explain why he likes her at all. Like, there's right. no reason for this relationship to exist. Um, five minutes. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I understand what what this dynamic is, and I believe it. So I appreciated that, even though then she died very quickly, and we that was it of her. But it was better executed than a lot of things execute that thing. Um, uh, the movie's called Legend, and can I can I tie Legend to Castlevania? Absolutely, yes. Uh, so in Legend, uh, Taron Egerton is in that movie. Uh, he plays Elton John in Rocket Man. 
Uh, Rocket Man in Rocket Man, the manager of Elton John is played by Richard Madden. Richard Madden is famous from the show Bodyguard, but he also played Alucard in the Castlevania Lords of Shadow video games. What on how, earth? How how did you do that? Like six degrees of separation of Castlevania. <laughs> I I just knew Richard Madden uh, did uh alucard in the games developed by kojima productions lords of shadow there's two of them interesting and so i just i found a way to bring it in and here we are <laughs> guys guys audio uh, this is an audio medium but we saw the wheels turning and in real time you're just figuring it out on the fly so impressive yeah oh my god so, yeah, Thank so you. that is my max my min i don't know same thing i wanted more dracula i, d- I don't know i kind of feel like we kind of hit on everything mm-hmm. um or i, I like the action scenes but they were Sometimes didn't have a purpose, I guess. It was like, oh, we're having another random fight with random guys. Like, oh, yeah, the street yeah. fight was kind of like the bar fight. Like, it kind of been substituted. I don't know. Some things seemed not to have, to not have as much of a point as I wanted them to consistently have. Right. So that's, I guess that's my min. I don't have a specific one, but that's it. Uh, my mins and maxes are about the animation. Yeah. Um, I think that the design of the characters is quite good. Uh, I love the design of Dracula. I like the design of Trevor Belmont. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that I that is my min, I guess, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, uh, I didn't love the monster design. I felt the monster design was a little more simplistic yeah, than our Yeah, it was characters. a little basic. It just felt like yes. it was just kind of here's a mass of monsters and like you could have probably been a little bit more detailed with them like instead of just like here's purple demon like it's just like he's just one flat purple tone if he's the big bad he has spikes yeah (laughs) yeah no even the even the church like the members of the the speakers and then the members of the church like their garb was fantastic um I just the the monster design. I was like, and maybe that'll change. Yeah, as we go, it'll be more detailed as we go. But um, that's my my same coin, two sides, min max. No, I agree with both those points. Yeah, totally. We're gonna take this Castlevania train into the station uh, with our game segment this week. We're gonna play a game called Vampire or Nah. Uh, I've compiled a list of famous vampires from folklore, and what I need y'all to do is tell me. Is this a real vampire from folklore, or did I just make it up? I'm so Excellent. excited. Are y'all ready? So yes. ready. Okay, so I have six of them as always. Uh, here is your first one. Vampire. Uh, is vampire <laughs> a, a famous vampire, or type of vampire, or creature that uh, mirrors vampires, or did I just make it up? How do you spell that? Uh, it's spelled B A M P I. So it's like vampire with a B. So vampire, <laughs> vampire, bam, bam. Um, you said type of vampire, and I said typo of vampire. Like, <laughs> uh, well done, well done. Uh, very good, very good. Vampire. I'm gonna say it's got to be real. Bam. This is so stupid. It's got to be real. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say fake. Now, guys, I made this up. Oh, yes! my God. <laughs> because he's like, I'm just a vampire. I'll just make one up. Do you know up. how I made it up? Do you <laughs> know in Naruto you, you, how there's a character? You switched a V with a B? Is that perhaps uh-huh, how you made it, it up? <laughs> typo. That's it. It's literally Sorry, a typo. A character? character in Naruto? Uh, uh, Naruto has a character named Baruto. And I just said, why don't I do vampire <laughs> instead of vampire? I love it. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Here's another fun one. Dampir. 
D H A M P I R. Dampier, I believe is how that's pronounced. Does that give it away? That's, I think that's real. I mean, or I could just be really good. That's at, like, true. You could also be vampire. <laughs> that that like D H sound is. I feel like it's very um, from that uh, era time period of fiction. So I'm gonna say real. I'll say that's real too. Uh, that is real. And actually, Alucard is considered a Dampir because in Balkan folklore, it is a creature that is a mix of a vampire and a mortal human. Oh. All right. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. The union was usually made between male vampires and female mortal humans with stories of female vampires mating with male mortal humans being more rare. Lisa. Lisa. And Dracula. Lisa. What a gem. Lisa. There you go. What a gem Lisa is. What a gem. Is. <laughs> a gem that Lisa. <laughs> Best character in the whole show. I know. Oh, so sad. That's how it goes. Uh, maybe we'll get flashbacks of her in the future. Maybe she can come back as a witch so. ghost or something like that. Like she's a Ooh. witch. Give me, give me ghostly Lisa. Like yeah, ghost Lisa. Ghost Lisa. <laughs> Here's the next one. Um, it's pronounced leak, but it's actually spelled L E Y A K. Leak. That says liak. Liak. <laughs> Is how it's spelled. Does Jacob just like press keys into a keyboard and say, this is a vampire? <laughs> I mean, you could. And then be huh. like, I don't know how to say this. Yeah. <laughs> from, cut, from the old folklore it's from. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say real. I'm going to say real too. This one is real. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, in the folklore of Bali, um, it is a mythical feature in the form of a flying head with entrails. Oh. Uh, they are said to fly around trying to find pregnant women in order to suck their baby's blood. Don't like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something, eh? It's probably like a kid's uh, nighttime uh, story from, you know, why, this is why you 15, don't need your bed. Why is there so many vampire folklore things that involve impregnation and women and babies not a fan no i especially context travis your wife is pregnant yes give me and so i'm sure this is some, some something scary yeah like, hence why i don't like demons with babies in their mouth stay away from my baby mama vampires yeah vampires with entrails <laughs> flying around looking oh. to suck blood no thank you get out of here uh, here's here's the next one uh papini juaris papini juaris i can spell what? that if you'd like I don't know if you spelling it is going to help. P a p i n i j i u w a r i s. Papini Juarez. This has got to be fake. I think it's fake because there's too many. Like as far as like <laughs> linguistically, there are too many different things coming in from different places, and I feel like it's not real. <laughs> You're actually going to like break down. Oh, the, I'm like, analyzing linguistics here. The I don't think that's real. Nah. So this is real. Oh, my oh God. damn it. Uh, nice try, it Katie. is uh, mythology from the Aboriginal people of Northern Australia. Oh. Uh, Papini Juaris are one-eyed giants who live in a large hut where the sky ends. Uh, and why they are uh, tied to vampires, they are able to locate sick people by smell and upon finding a victim will make themselves invisible and suck the person's blood without leaving a wound. Scary. 
As the, per- as the sick person weakens, the papinijuaris make itself small enough to enter the body through the mouth and drinks up the rest of the blood from the inside. Ew. I was focusing on Eastern European linguistics. I, that was my fatal error. I should have brought in my scope. It's a worldview of vampires. Okay, I got it now. Let's go. All right. Uh, here's your fifth one. Uh, to draw me. To draw me? To draw me. Do you want me to spell that? Like one of your French girls? To draw me? Like- <laughs> uh, no, like the number two. So T W O D R A H M M Y. To draw me. <laughs> to draw me like one of your French girls. Very good. Katie's Travis. dead. You broke Katie. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh my God. Oh. Okay. This is why I think it's fake. Because he's really pouring on that like uh, vampire accent. Like he's like, no, I it's, it's Romanian. It's to draw me. So I think it's fake because he's he's trying to sell it. I'm I'm sure you're right. I kind of just gonna say real just to be contrarian. That's fair. Yeah, let's do it. No, nah, I made oh this my up. God. I was yes! being silly. <laughs> Originally, I was gonna call him Johnny to draw me, but I figured that was too much. Johnny pastrami. Johnny to draw me. <laughs> Uh, are you ready for the last one? Sure. Yes. Um, this is not a person or a creature. This is a thing. Um, vampire pumpkins and vampire watermelons. What? Are these real or fake? Hmm. Real. Vampire pumpkins and watermelons. I'm going to say real to draw because upon Jacob's... Go ahead. Oh, I was, Sorry. No, I was going to say to draw upon Jacob's knowledge of fruits and vegetables. I was yes. going to say this is real. <laughs> and they're both like a vine uh, uh, vegetation. Right. Oh, yeah. So uh, it would make sense that they would both have uh, some kind of characteristic that, that goes together. They're like invasive. So, yes. That yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. taking over another pumpkin or another watermelon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do with it. Let's go. So, helpful context. I worked in produce for a little while, it's so, so that's why I know things about fruits and vegetables. Um, you guys are right. This is a real thing, but for the wrong reason. Oh, oh damn it. Um, a vampire pumpkin and watermelon is a folk legend in the Balkans. Oh. Same kind of area. In essence, there was a belief that these vampire fruit and any inanimate object left out during a full moon would become a vampire. Oh. The pumpkins and the watermelons... Um, they were specifically called out because they would undergo a transformation that looked like there was drops of blood on the skin of the fruit. Oh my God. I love the idea of like, honey, did you leave the watermelons outside? Cause you know, they're going to become a vampire. <laughs> yeah. It's going to eat our baby now. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you ruined everything. When we started uh, this game, you guys did so good. when we started this game, I thought it was going to be like count chocula. Is that a real <laughs> man? I know. We took some turns, man. Edward and Bella. Like, that's where I thought we were going with this. And instead we got vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to draw me. Yeah. To draw me. So bad. Uh, well, hey, that was Vampire Not. Thanks for playing. Y'all did very well. Oh um, in this game, the points didn't matter. We just had a lot of fun <laughs> along the way. Uh, let's end this show as we end all of our shows with the um, eternal question. Should this movie, or in this case, should this show be cut or seen? Uh, let's start with Travis. This is hard. This is really uh-huh. hard. Because to say seen, I have to hope that the rest of this show is good. 
and to say, hey, watch this first season. I guess I'm going to say if you are interested, scene, for, I'll say scene for this hard first scene. Hard caveat. I, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I would say it's hard because I don't know if the stuff that they've started here is going to pay off in the later seasons. If I was just going to review this season on its own, and let's say there was nothing else that came after it, mm-hmm. then I would probably be like, no, skip this. You don't need to see this. Mm-hmm. But there's enough here that I think it's going to end up being worth it. And so I'm like, yeah, it's it's also quick. Like you could easily watch this. It's like really just a long trailer for the show. It's an I'm hour assuming. and twenty minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna say scene. Maybe hour thirty. You know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna say scene. I'm gonna say go for it. You're not gonna be missing out on anything. I think there's enough here to entice you to keep watching. I'm hoping that like if we keep watching this and it's good, then I'm justified in this reasoning. But I also don't know. So it's kind of hard. It, it this is a hard one it's a very tentative scene go ahead jacob um so i'm getting older right and as i get older <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not the age of of uh you know dracula which is probably thousands of years old mm. um i just take my time is like a a, a precious gift that is fleeting <laughs> so when i think a movie is cut or scene or a show is cut or scene it's like is this worth your time i cut this because it has a lot of fat on it, I I will say season two might be interesting. Season one is not worth your time. Cut. If you are interested in it, watch an eight-minute YouTube video because you will get everything you need to know for season two. Um, I cut this. Katie? So I was very torn. I didn't know which way I was going to go. And Travis actually convinced me, but not in the way, not in his way. But when you said, if I'm reviewing this as this season and nothing else is going to happen and we're never going to make another season, yeah, which is kind of how I should do it. Right. I should be basing it on what, what it could might it turn be? into. Yeah. Like what it could be. Cause that's the thing we've also talked about previous movies where we're like, I wish this movie could have been this. Yes. Yeah. And you're, so oh if God. I'm just saying you're this season, right. these four episodes, should you see these four episodes? I don't think you need to. Yeah. I can't say that someone should see it. You're probably I, I, both it right. It has things that I like. And I was probably, I feel like I'm one of the more interested of the three of us yeah. in where it's going to go. Like me and Travis. But like, I'm like, oh, I, I will watch this. I will give yeah. season two a fighting chance for It's easier yes sure. from you than it is from me. Yeah. And mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say cut. Yeah. And I feel kind of bad about it. But you know what? You're right time it's true if we're gonna like time is limited. talk about this as one season yeah episode not, one through four the end nah like then then no no but it's like it could be good and it could keep going and it could be better maybe as a series as a whole it might be a scene but like i don't know i'll, I'll hold on to my scene but yes i <laughs> do i i i will defer to the majority Okay, so so let's say an apprehensive cut, but we are cautiously optimistic about the future. I am hopeful. That it may turn into a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's not a hard rule. Well, there you go. 
Uh, that is our episode of Cutscenes about Castlevania Season 1. Uh, you can find all things Cutscenes at Cutscenes underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and of course, if you love the show, do us two favors. Send it to a friend and review us on your podcasting platform of choice because it helps. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms. J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. I host another podcast called the Left Behind Game Club. It is a video game book club podcast that Katie and Travis are on very frequently. Uh, so if you like our banter, uh, find an episode that the three of us were on and, and you can hear those bants. Uh, the latest Open one is bants. our Scott Pilgrim. Our Scott Pilgrim episode, which was in this feed, but there are tons more. So check that out where podcasts are found. Katie, where can you be found on the internet? I can be found on the Twitters. Sometimes I tweet. <laughs> I read the tweets mostly, but I, I will tweet. Um, I am Les Brack, L-E-S-P-R-A-K. Um, yeah, that's about it. I, I am there. I am here. And as you said, uh, occasionally on your other wonderful podcast, Left Behind Game Club. But that's about it. Travis. Cool. I'm on Twitter too. Um, at Travis Colnut. Uh, no, really? That's it. Like, I don't do a whole lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to plug. It's not a contest. Quality. I have nothing to not plug. Oh, yeah. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for. Both of your tweets are very good oh, when thanks. they come through. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Quality. Uh, we are going to end this show like we end all of our shows with a choice quote uh, from the movie or TV show we watched. Uh, in this case, uh, we've got a doozy. And I think it's going to be Katie that's going to take us out with this quote from trevor belmont okay when you're ready i don't know i um, i don't know how to channel the accent i probably just won't there might be a mild accent that'll come in and out just a heads up but here we go (laughs) i'm trevor fucking belmont and i've never lost a fight to a man nor fucking beast so good (laughs) so good so good thank you for doing that Bye. 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 Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and listen to me and my co-hosts Mo Murtati and Mike Ruffalo, as well as some wonderful guests, as we go through games, large and small, old and new, to bring you funny, informative, and mostly positive discussions about them. We've got over 100 episodes in the feed, so if you wanted to take the show for a spin, download a show about one of your favorites, and let us guide you through it with our takes. Join us on our goal in every episode to make sure that each time there's one less game left behind. We're going to end the show like we end all our... Uh, b- 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>